Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. This is your host, Alice Fraser speaking, the Alice Fraser from the dimension you're listening in. As I'm sure you know by now, these episodes of The Last Post come into my inbox via a glitch in the space-time continuum, and I share them with you lovely people throughout the week, thus flaunting the copyright law that does not exist between dimensions. For listeners who can't keep up with a daily serving of lip-smacking satire on a Saturday, I bring you this roundup of the best moments from the week. Today's episode marks the 21st of November. Coming up, you'll be comfortably traversing through the week's news with John Luke Roberts, Josh Gondelman, Anavab Pal, and Charlie George. But we kick things off with Monday's episode number 321 as Commandante Nato Green got his teeth into the quite delicious fast food innovations that are being conjured up in America, the land of horrifying food. This episode also contains some gourmet Alice Fraser humour. What an amazing time to be alive, Alice. We are in the golden age of fast food innovation. People think that the coronavirus has done damage to the, the world of fine dining, but in fast food, it's going great. For instance, Dunkin' Donuts launched a spicy ghost pepper donut with strawberry icing mm-hmm. for when you want to sleep into a diabetic coma at the exact moment that Ghostbusters make your butthole burn hotter than a California <laughs> wildfire in September. Papa John's has introduced the cheeseburger pizza, Like, sometimes I want a pizza and sometimes I want a cheeseburger. Why not both at the same time? It's a pizza, but with zesty pickles, melty cheese, and burger sauce. I don't know about you, Alex, but this addresses one of my major life problems. My top three biggest grievances in life are climate change, COVID-19, and pickles that are insufficiently zesty. And now to Tuesday, episode 322. Disgraced royal John McRoberts endured the pain of a pig bear's jaw clamped to his leg as he speculated on the future of the special relationship between the US and the UK. The episode also featured some special relationship jokes from Alice Fraser. The UK, I think, will be able to have, and this is what we're aiming for now, a special relationship with ourselves. I think that's what we're aiming for. Mm. We'll learn to love ourselves. We'll learn to trade with ourselves will take a sort of onanistic uh, foreign policy. I've suggested, and I, I hope this will work, that we'll, we'll trade intra 
national mm. trait, we'll be able to do that by putting on sort of different hats and costumes. So it seems <laughs> like we're a different nation. Uh-huh. We still want to be respected on the global marketplace, I uh, feel, political, you know, mm-hmm. so we're setting up our own equivalent to the UN. Ours is called United, the United Nation, which does shorten to UN as well as United Nations. Um, we're setting up a G1 to talk about economic stuff. You know, we'll have some summits with ourselves, sit down in a room with our flag and have a have a little chat. Um, basically, you know, we didn't need them anyway and we will have a lovely time by ourselves and we've, we've, we've bought a lot of ice cream and um, and we've been listening we've been listening to sad music on repeat. On Wednesday's episode number 323, magnificent entrepreneur and very self-made man Josh Gondelman had some how to poll in 2024 news as he launched his new polling data analysis firm 1076. As you'd expect, Wednesday's episode also contained some very numerical Alice Fraser jokes. I'm committed to accuracy, which is why I am launching a new data analysis firm. It's called 1076, so named because it's going to be twice as good as 538. Take that, Nate Silver. (laughs) First of all, there's a simple fix for inaccurate polls. I don't know why nobody's thought of it before. You set your margin of error at 100%. That way your results always fall within it. That's the easy stuff. This is just kind of disrupting the industry in a way that only a mind such as mine can't, just seeing the inefficiencies. But polls are inaccurate because you can't always reach a representative sample of people. Some people have better things to do. Other people, <laughs> uh, when you poll them, tell you to f- straight off and die. So, you know, there's a couple there's a couple of difficulties there. But what if we didn't need people to answer their phones and, a- and answer your questions? Our polling firm, instead of calling people, just listens to what they're already saying using their phone's mics and goes from that info. It's efficient. It's wide-ranging. And you don't get the effect of people lying to pollsters because they don't know they're being polled. It's perfect. <laughs> On Thursday's episode number 324, intergalactic space lawyer Anubhav Pal updated us on how he is representing Elon Musk's microchipped pigs in their fight for their animal rights on Mars. Naturally, the episode also featured some extremely legislative Alice Fraser humour. It's raising a lot of immigration questions and also it's raising a lot of visa questions. Uh, one of the things that Martian lawyers are trying to figure out is, do we have a points-based system so we allow them in on pig merit? So really qualified, <laughs> highly skilled pigs get to enter first. You know, does the microchip that's inside them play any part? Like, does that provide any artificial intelligence? And so we can't differentiate between the pig's innate intelligence and the one that's been provided through the microchip. Deep, deep legal questions. Sadly, we don't have any other pig immigrants because language is also an issue because our leading oinkologist is currently (laughs) doing a year's research at Caltech University in the other dimension. So we don't have anyone to communicate, Alice. So we have apparently things that the other dimension has seen in the 50s and 60s, in the 20th century. But in our dimension, this is all new. You know, I have a number of big clients who just, uh, you know, who are just looking forward to a new life. To wrap up the week, wellness guru Charlie George had some hysterical news for us as it transpired that women's comedy is operating at a level so profound it cannot be understood by mere mortals. Needless to say, this episode also included some very womanly Alice Fraser jokes. A new report has discovered that just like the dog whistle, women use a language which appears inaudible to the majority but communicates hilarious things to intended audiences. Um... 
like zingers such as what's the deal with moon cups guys and i like my men like i like my coffee tepid with warm nut milk um, <laughs> quite how this relates to the overall subjectivity of humor has not yet been established but it does quell the ancient myth rolled out annually by the anti-humor group lads against laughter or lal for sure <laughs> not to be mistaken for the oligarch supergroup life of luxury or lol <laughs> further continuous polling on humor however has yielded the following findings the finland board of humor states that the timeless classic falling over is marginally more funny than getting your sleeve trapped in a door when trying to storm out of an argument. <laughs> Jumping in a puddle much deeper than expected, sometimes known as doing a Vicar of Dibley, is now officially ahead of getting hit in the face with a plank or a rolling pin. Uh, Honourable mentions have been given to farting under exam conditions, <laughs> cruising on a hoverboard while scrolling through Instagram, hitting a lamppost and then rebounding into a bin. Um, <laughs> Smashing yourself in the testicles whilst trying to mount a bollard during an arrogant parkour display. <laughs> Striking an elderly relative with a golf club when swinging too enthusiastically at Dude Where's My Pa Golf Emporium and face planting a selfie stick. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And finally, your exclusive bonus content this week comes from Punctuation Fiends, Anna Pal and Alice Fraser, as they discussed the grammatical etymology of the ampersand. Meanwhile, Punctuation Fiends will be delighted to learn that ampersands are back in style, created in 1948 by Bob Ampersand as a means of taking the word and and making it look fancy. The florid joiner looks like the kind of tattoo a friend would assure you is beautifully meaningful, while being secretly worried it looks like what would happen if you untangled a belly button. You an ampersand fan, Anavab? You know, um, Halloween just passed, and a friend of mine, obviously everything was muted this year, but a friend of mine in Canada uh, went to a social event as the semicolon and um, because he felt the semicolon or the semicolon, as the Canadians would call it, I guess, uh, does not get enough love. Uh, I feel like the ampersand is having a moment. I think it's, it's rightfully having a moment, just like the font Helvetica. You know, that's had, you know, that's been hipster for a long time. It even had its own documentary. <laughs> the reason I bring up the semicolon is just that I'm giving my friend a shout out because I think he's the lone semicolon warrior against the <laughs> massive forces of the ampersand. I don't mind a semicolon. I don't mind an ampersand. I liked ampersands before they were cool, before they were obligated by a low character count on Twitter. I think they, they came in with the short character count and then they sort of went out again with these longer character counts and now they're coming back in like a very mini version of retro. One of the things we do in India a lot because, you know, the British left behind some semblance of the English language. You know, basically there's very little regard for punctuation. You know, it's zero gravity punctuation is how I define where you and I are living. But in India, people... It's just a bunch of periods and commas sitting at the top of the page like helium balloons let loose at a party. Yeah, one drunk hyphen off doing its own thing. You know, it's just awful. But we used to do a lot of my brother and I with ampersand. 
you know, that mm. kind of thing. Mm. Very friendly. I feel like ampersands are friendly and pretentious at the same time, like a like a man in a bookshop asking you out on a date. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and which again happened to me a lot in the other dimension. In fact, it's probably why I left that dimension. <laughs> I was just going in to buy a book about Ivan the Terrible, and I was hit on all the time. So, <laughs> you know. And, and I remember saying to the gentleman, why are you behaving like an ampersand? And he said, excuse me. And then I had to leave. So you know, it just, it, it got really tricky. But um, yeah, I think your example is exactly right. And thank you for listening to this roundup episode of The Last Post. If you haven't already done so, why not rate us, leave a review, buy some merch. We have cut price Rock Slash Island 2020 t-shirts. And from Black Friday, the 27th of November, you can buy brand new half glass of water t-shirts yes that's the t-shirt there's also half a glass of water it is a genuine thing it is available on the bugle podcast website and under the merch tag if you'd like to listen to more from this week's episode or indeed any others from this year then there's still time to make it right they're all in the feed ready for your ears mind and heart if your ears mind and heart are ready for them the last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at alliterative on Instagram and Twitter. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or sign up at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for exclusive content and a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. You can subscribe there for free downloads of all of my specials and all of the latest news from this dimension. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sidekick and hench thug the iron fist within his velvet glove is the inimitable pet hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. Use your Sunday restfully or usefully, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. <laughs>